Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. You can stick it to the man and big tech. Join our FTL social mastodon at social.freetalklive.com. Phone number is 603-283-616. The name of the program is Free Talk Live. What do we do here at Free Talk Live, Mark? We let you call in and call about anything you want to talk about. Very well. Uh, In the studio, it's myself, the captain. Beakless Mountaineer. And joining us remotely... Mark Edge. It will sell you the whole seat, but you only need the edge. We'll sell you the whole mark. <laughs> I don't know if he'd allow us to sell him in that way. <laughs> I suspect anybody wants to buy, I won't want to be sold. <laughs> uh, we've been talking about all sorts of fun things. Uh, voting, how costly it is to leave the U.S., the iron rule of democracy, a woman who racked up 649 warrants, and we've been uh, uh, beginning to talk about this article from the Free Thought Project. Uh, so, the, an IRS agent admits that the agency quote has no problem destroying people's lives unquote. Well, now admits. So you you this is one of those situations where like by admit you don't mean publicly goes. Yup, guys, I just want to let you know this is totally what we're doing. But really, it's a they went on a date and the guy had a hidden camera and caught them admitting, usually to impress said date, that this is what they do. I don't know if this was a date, but the rest of your story sort of jives with this story. Like, I don't think it was a date, but the latest undercover sting video by guerrilla journalist James O'Keefe, founder of Project Veritas of and current head of the O'Keefe Media Group, has provided some bombshell insights into the standard operating procedure of the United States Internal Revenue Service. In the video, an unnamed undercover reporter chats with Alex Mina, an agent with the IRS Criminal Investigation Unit. During their discussion, which Mina is unaware is being filmed, he proceeds to make several startling revelations about his colleagues in the IRS and the way in which the agency treats people. Among the admissions made by media is an unsurprising yet still unsettling acknowledgement that the IRS, quote, has no problem destroying people's lives. <laughs> According to media, uh, throughout their tenure at the How IRS. How could they have a problem with it? That's what their job description is. <laughs> right. Uh, throughout their tenure at the IRS, most of his colleagues have lost their empathy saying that now they're more like robots, quote-unquote, and the definition of an a-hole for their ruthlessness and willingness to target the small people. He is quoted as saying, this is an exact quote now, like those agents have been there for like 15 and 20 years, they said that we're all nice when we started, but now look at us. We're all a-holes. They are the definition of a-hole, all of them. Like, they have no problem going after the small people, you know, putting people in prison, like destroying people's lives. They have no problem doing that, unquote. 
Yeah, and I think one of the most interesting things is how that's being more and more politically targeted. Because generally speaking, what the IRS does is they will go after low-hanging fruit. You know, it's like, oh, well, how do you never get pinched by them? It's like, well, it's actually easier to go after the people that file than don't file, for one thing. It's easier to go after the people who have simple taxes than complicated taxes. And it's easier to go after the people who can't afford a lawyer than the people who can afford a lawyer. But they will go after people who have complicated taxes and can afford a lawyer if you have the wrong politics. I want to talk more about this. Mark, I know you have stuff to say on this topic, but we have callers holding. Let's go to uh, Dana in Michigan. Dana, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi, guys. Um, I called with a question, but I just want to say uh, the comments that uh, Peakless literally just finished making, amen to that. If you're the wrong political party, and we've got the perfect example, you know, what's going on right now with Trump. So my question to you guys. Um, well, hold, hold on, hold and, on. Uh, it's, okay. it's not a matter of party. So no. right now the Republicans are doing the anti-establishment thing. That's the thing that bothers them. Uh, back in the day, there were Democrats doing the anti-establishment thing, and they hated that too. Okay. Um, so, um, yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, nothing is more obvious now than what's going on with Trump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you agree? Oh yeah. Yeah. And I, I gotta tell you uh, my favorite thing in a, in living memory, like since the election of Javier Malay is the response of the truckers to his being railroaded in court. So I mean, this is a perfect example of what his. of of exactly what we talk about. Where like you don't have to use violence against these things to get them to stop. You just have to disassociate. You have to stop feeding these systems. So all of these people who have no representation in their government are finally realizing that, and the truckers are refusing to make uh, shipments to New York that is specifically targeting what they believe is their political salvation. Uh, and then, Dana, right. you said you had a you had a question for us as well, right? I do, but I do want to make a response to sure. that. Um, I just before your show started, I don't know what uh, ticked my brain to um, re- remind me to check on that um, that trucker boycott. Um, according to what's online, that it's not really happening. Some individuals are doing it, but I thought it was going to happen en masse. And it's not. And that's at least what I found online. If you know something different, Peakless, then uh, I would love to hear about that because I hope they do that. This is just getting ridiculous. Unless someone, everybody always says, someone has to do something. Well, we're that someone. So I'm not a trucker, but I will do something. Now, one thing I'd like to do is do any of you three guys... So um, do you remember when we had the IRS um, mandate for um, for health? If you didn't have health, you got uh, penalized, and I think it was up yes. to yeah. grand. Oh, very clearly. Okay. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was so, can I say pissed? <laughs> you just did. So, okay. So I was so hot over that. So I um, had, I got I got dinged several times, but I thought once Trump got in there and they got rid of the mandate, um, 
I thought, well, I don't have to pay it. So I went face-to-face where I'm from in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and talked to an agent. And they said, and I knew they'd say this, but I I came in with, uh, you know, some good arguments. And I just said, hey, um, can you get rid of this now? Because I had one more year left from when that mandate was in effect, and they just weren't going to drop it. So I, they're going to come after, they're going to take any refund that I have, small as it might be. Um, uh, and I have one more year to pay. So I haven't filed since 2020. Because if you get a refund, you have Three years from when that when that refund is due, or when the taxes filing date is due. So the uh, I've got 2020 to file. They weren't due till April of 21. So then you count, you know, from 21, 22, 23, 24. So I lose any monies if I don't get this resolved. But if I file 2020, 21, 22, 23, then I'm. They're going to take it out, and I don't want to give it to them. They changed the law, but um, I know you still have to pay tax. I get that. But I am so disgusted by the waste and the uses of our tax dollars. I've always been bothered by it, but I never more than like in the last five years, I'm I'm angry about so many things, our government. I love my country. I just don't like the people that run it. The thing is, it's never more than the last five years. So do you guys have, normally I call to make commentary, but now I need your help. Do any of the three of you guys know how can I get around that? Because I was going to call Washington and work my way up, up to see if they will waive that. How can you well, get around what exactly? The requirement. That last, that last requirement. The Obamacare um, requirement. Yeah, the mandate. Uh, yeah. How do I get around that last year? Because they've taken money from me. Oh, every so you're asking year. how to get the money that they took back? No, no, not that. that pro- that's never going to come back. I'm talking about the last year that I got caught in that mandate before Trump changed it and got rid of the mandate. I still owe one more year, and I have neglected to file taxes for 20, 21, 22, and 23. Well, 23 isn't due until this April. Right. But uh, for the other three years, 20, 21, and 22, deliberately, because they're going to take that right off the top. Do any of the three of you know how I can get around that? I mean, like, I I don't know, and you're probably wading into, like, tax attorney uh, areas. If we have any tax attorneys listening and you have a solution for Dana, 603-283-6160. Go ahead, Mark. I actually left the U.S. in 2020, so I didn't have to file for that year, and I don't have a similar problem, so I can't really address it. But I would start with the AARP. Um, They have this tax service that they do, and they may be able to help. Don't you have to be a certain age for that, though? I think you have to be 55. Um, I certainly am. Oh, okay, okay. Or I will be well, soon. maybe if I called them and I didn't meet the age requirement, they could at least refer me to someplace else. One would hope so, yeah. 
Um, yeah, because you- I'm just... I, I just don't, I, I don't, I know it's a small thing, even to, I think the max was two grand, but I've given them every year that that mandate was active, and I'm just, I, I'm, I'm done Sick with of giving it. it. I'm just done. Yeah, and, and who isn't? Like, I don't blame you. Uh, you're, you're certainly right there in the, in the same position as I'm sure many other people, so. Yeah, the, the only legal defenses that I know of, and I will preface, this is not advice. This is just education. The only legal defenses that I know of regarding taxes are, number one, this jurisdiction does not apply to me. Number two, I like I just said, uh, the, the international one, I cannot legally give you these taxes under international law. And finally, number three, and this one gets a little bit into the weeds, but if you look up the definitions in the tax code and and look up, okay, what is income and who is required to pay it? Now, you do have to know one bit of magic, the magic word including. Now, in normal human speech, that means this thing and also some other things. In legal magic speak, it means Exactly and only what I'm about to list, excluding all other things. So when they say blah, 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 including and then only list one item, then they're just saying it is just that one item. And that's exactly what happens in the the tax code definitions. And in the legal structure, if the law provides its own definitions, you have to use those over any other definition. So by their own definitions, unless you were employed by the District of Columbia, then you wouldn't own them anyway. You, Wait, so, say that again. Say that unless I was not in D.C. Yeah. I'm in Michigan. So say that again, that I can get around that? Yeah, if you... Uh, be, I don't know if it'll work because, I mean, it's not like the IRS adheres to logic or law or justice. But these are the defenses that I know uh, that, yes, according to the the tax code definitions of what is uh, a, a, I think it is an income and who is required to pay it. Uh, the who who is required to pay it is if you are in the United States, which is any blah, 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 including the District of Columbia. Now, that word including in normal speech, we think, oh, also that. But in legal speech, it doesn't mean also that. It means this. Just that. And just this, nothing else. Now, if they wanted to say, and also that, the legal uh, magic word for that is including without exclusion. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a really weird language, legalese. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, you have to know the magic word, including, means a different thing in the same way that person means a completely abhorrent idea as compared to how we use that word. Clear as so mud? Then are you saying that when I talk to someone, I should ask, uh, what does this mean, including this is the people that have to pay it? What what is am I asking? I'm them saying that? that you I'm saying that you you delve in like look at the tax code, okay. go to the section where it says definitions, and uh, I think it's uh, I, I I'd have to see if I can find a, find the exact uh, part of it, but I think it's uh, where you find income. And then it's and in the definition of income, it says who has to pay it. So then you look up that definition, and I think it's U.S. citizen or something like that. 
Uh, so then you look up U.S. citizen, and it says anyone who is a citizen of the territories of blah, 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 of any state or territory of the United States, including the District of Columbia. Yeah, I think that okay. uh, you're going to need more help than just you know what we're able to uh, you know sort of right. provide you here. You might check out uh, if you can find something called Freedom Cells. Uh, there might be one in your area where there's somebody with more you know sort of expertise pertaining to uh, you know the federal government and your state and and how to sort of accomplish what you're after, Dana. So keep us posted. Let it know how it turns out. And thank you for the call. Freedom. Cells is what it is. Freedom cells, as in a cell of a like a biological being, as opposed to uh, you know vending something. I do have an interesting graph here. It says IRS income tax audits of fiscal year twenty twenty one, not yep. that long ago. The lowest income wage earners were audited 13 out of a thousand times yep everyone else was audited less than three times out of a thousand times right. meaning <laughs> that low income wage earners were audited four times more than more than four times about that no it's about four Four times as often. Right. And no, it's more than. More like than. I said, low-hanging fruit. Right. We've talked about yep. this on a number of occasions. We've even cited uh, research regarding this that, you know, all of this talk, this BS that your politicians will give you about, well, we got to tax the rich and we got to raise the taxes on those who are yep. more wealthy and we got to, like, like, it's just, it's hogwash. It's, they're yeah. blowing it's hot a lie. air. They're yeah. blowing hot air because... If you look at the numbers, right, and this is what bothers me the most about people, individuals in the United States of America, they hear something on the news or, you know, on an app that's their, you know, du jour, like it's Fox News or it's CNN or whatever, and they just believe it. Yeah. Like they, they don't do any, like, is this true? Is this really how it works? Is this right? Like, well, unfortunately, it's using our own virtues against us. Like people who are honest will assume other people are honest. And that is exactly what they use to bamboozle you. But when it comes to uh, auditing of people, uh, the facts are in. Uh, they don't care. If you, uh, if you make less than a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, you are far more likely to be audited than anyone else. Yeah, yeah. It's just a lot easier to audit somebody who gets a paycheck, mm-hmm. and uh, that it is somebody who's running their own business and's got d- deductions and all that stuff. It's a, that's a lot of work, especially if they live outside the U.S. and there's all kinds of stuff. So when Biden said that you know people under four hundred thousand dollars aren't going to have to pay more, I knew that he was just telling a lie because oh, yeah. those are the people they love to go after. They're the easiest low-hanging fruit read my lips no new taxes oh same as it ever was ah, biggest yep. tax increase in history Thanks. same as it ever was yeah you remember grover norquist when he was like the most powerful libertarian in america you had to sign his uh, pledge to get into office and now uh, people don't even uh, I, hear hear of him yeah i'm like who, who the hell is that mark never heard of him Americans for tax something or other. You're you're like one year older than me, but then again, you've been in the uh, liberty uh, thing a little longer than I have. It took me uh, a little longer to come round. 
Yeah. Than I believe me, many listeners knew who Grover Norquist yeah. was. So I did want to uh, just mention something on. She was saying that uh, apparently the the uh, protest that the truckers should be engaging in that would be marvelous is apparently not happening as much as was hoped. Uh, number one, I do wonder if that is the truth because it's definitely in, in, an advantage of the powers that be that that not be the case. Like, they do not want this kind of protest to catch on. They do not want people to see how effective this would be. And it's entirely possible that what that would uh, what that would effectively do is not that it would stop shipments, but it would mean that whoever does deliver those shipments can demand a higher price for them. And at a certain point, it just becomes too high of a price for that system to keep going. I just did a quick search to see if I could find any update on this trucker protest of New York City. And, uh, you know, at least from the last 24 hours, I don't see anything. doesn't mean that there isn't one, but I just, you know, the quick search didn't turn anything up. So if you have an update, uh, 603-283-6160 is the number you want to call to let us know what the update is. I, like, man, I... I love an effective protest. I can't say that I've seen one, right? I'm 51 years old, mm. right? I, you know, I mean, maybe I was, you know, sat in front of the television as a as a wee baby, and like maybe there was like a Vietnam War protest that was effective. I don't know. Um, I sat through the the WTO protests in Seattle. I sat through the Occupy protests in Seattle. Um, I saw some other protests here and there uh, in that area when I lived there for 20-some years. Uh, I grew up in Wisconsin. I saw some strikes and that kind of a thing, which are pseudo-political protests, depending on you know what you're doing. Uh, I've been in New Hampshire. I've attended some protests, and like none of them had any actual effect on anything that I can tell. Well, so well, to- the most effective thing in New Hampshire is people running for office and getting elected in the New Hampshire House. They've had a lot of effect on the laws in the state of New Hampshire. Now, mind you, they will only have as much effect as they can have, which is to say New Hampshire can only be as free as a state can be because it has the federal government that Mm -hmm. rides over it. But that's probably the most effective things Mm -hmm. I've seen. Now, I would say that looking at different jurisdictions, picking the top three things – that mean freedom to you. Maybe it's low tax, maybe it's legal weed, and maybe it's, I don't know, the ability to gamble, right? Nope. You pick those top three things you like, you can find a jurisdiction that has those things and move to it. That would be a way to get freedom. That is certainly, that's certainly one way. 603-283-6160. If you have other ways for which a man can be free in this day and age in the U.S., give us a call. Get more Free Talk Live is coming up. Stay tuned. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines. Instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families, we all know something big is coming. And that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. 
My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. USA News Update. It's primary day in South Carolina with voters heading to the polls. IVF becoming a campaign issue. Former President Trump campaigning in South Carolina Friday night saying he strongly supports in vitro fertilization. I strongly support the availability of IVF for couples who are trying to have a precious little beautiful baby. I support it. Vice President Kamala Harris responding, the vice president blaming Trump for Alabama becoming the first state to say that frozen embryos qualify as children under state law. Harris speaking in a video posted online. Donald Trump says that he wants to protect IVF. Don't get distracted from the facts. He literally is the architect of this entire crisis. What happened in Alabama is a direct result of what happened in the United States Supreme Court. And I'm Laura Winters, USA News. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or injured at work, you have rights, and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good, they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-509-4492. 800-509-4492. That's 800-509-4492. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Appreciate what we do? Help us advertise, market, and promote for just $5 a month at amp.freetalklive.com.
Yes, it's Break Your Headphones Live, uh, starring Peakless Mountaineer. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, did you fix it? Everything's fine. Yeah? Sure. They looked pretty jacked up yeah. a minute ago. And also, you probably need to extend those a little bit. They look a little like your noggin is... I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, you do. I mean, unless you're fearful of breaking them yet even more, then don't and just leave them where they are. I say FCC it, we'll do it live. <laughs> it is Free Talk Live. We're a live call and radio talk program where you can take control of the airwaves, talk about whatever's on your mind in the studio tonight. It's myself, the captain. And Peakless Mountaineer. And joining us remotely, Mark Edge. Before we go on, I have two things to tell you. One, Free Talk Live is brought to you by ForkFest, happening June 13th through 16th at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. ForkFest is a fork of the Porcupine Freedom Festival. ForkFest is decentralized, so there's no ticket cost and no one is in charge. For more information and to connect with other attendees, you can visit the unofficial website, ForkFest.Party. That's ForkFest.Party. And the other thing I need to tell you is that Moon Moth is a silver-level amplifier of Free Talk Live. What does that mean to be a silver-level amplifier? Well, Moon Moth went over to uh, amps.freetalklive.com and decided to contribute 5 bucks a month to... Well, the Advertise, Market, Promote, and Support program, amps.freetalklive.com, because Moon Moth believes that this show is the best use of their Liberty Dollar. What does this money go to? Uh, Essentially, it goes to getting us onto more radio stations. We're on, I don't know, 180, 200 radio stations or so now. We could be on 250, 300, 350, not out of the question. Or fewer if Soros decides otherwise. Well, there's that. Uh, But if you enjoy the message of freedom, liberty, prosperity uh, that we bring. You enjoy the hosts, the co-hosts, and the callers. Please consider becoming an amplifier over at amps.freetalklive.com. Thank you again, Moon Moth. You are appreciated. All right. Uh, The freeway is packed. I mean, the phones are packed. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't been on a freeway in a long time. I could say that because I live in New Hampshire. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's just start with... uh, I believe this is Ricky from the Commonwealth. Thank you there, Brother Captain. Yeah, I was right. Brother Mark. Equals Mountain there. Good evening. Good evening. Well, you Good know, evening. I was sitting here listening to you guys, and I'll tell you what, I got a right answer. Blowing away the U.S. Constitution is a good thing. Yep. You know, when I well, sit here, yeah, what's that? You're gonna, if you win your little election, you're going to have to take an oath to it. Well, that's true. Uh, that's a nice thing, brother. <laughs> I'm going for representative of a local district. I don't have to swear to that piece of crap. Yeah, you do. I'm not going for U.S. congressman. I'll be surprised if you don't have to swear an oath to the U.S. Constitution, even if you're uh, a local not to my knowledge, Commonwealth. Mark, I mean, why do you have to do that in New Hampshire? You don't have to here. Yeah, <laughs> when know? when somebody gets elected yep. to somewhere something in New Hampshire, don't they only swear to the New Hampshire Constitution and not the uh, United yeah, States? That's case. All you no, I'm pretty that. sure they also for, like U.S. senators and congressmen and president. No, I can I can double check on it, but I am pretty sure that they also swear to uphold the U.S. Constitution. Mm. That not 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 any old sapper, <laughs> you know. Well, in which case, then uh, it sounds like Ricky, you're going to have to put like a little asterisk next to your uh, 
Acceptance. Well, you go ahead. You Cross your fingers. <laughs> Cross you your fingers. You check on it. But it is a good thing to anybody hearing my voice. And I'll tell you what. If, you know, I like to think that Tom's with us in spirit. Now, if he was here... You know, and he, and I like to think he's taking one look at the federal government, saying very simply, um, it? "It's FCC, it's FCC." Then he would further yeah, hold, hold on, on there, Ricky. Who's Tom? Thomas Jefferson. Oh, I was like Tom Selleck. So, so most of us don't talk of. about him I'm like like he's our neighbor, but like, I no. mean, I think he doesn't deserve the idolization that he's received. Uh, he's responsible for our military ne- growing in size, never going away. Uh, he's responsible for expanding the powers of the presidency, uh, specifically encroaching on the Congress. Like, power corrupted yeah, even him. You're missing Mr. Peakless. One thing he does like the idea of is what I like, and that's blowing it away. He'd always liked that idea. Really? Because you know? he was president. He could, well, like, yeah, if anyone could have. Hey, wait a minute. Hold on. Because I have other important stuff to talk about. I'm going to put this down. Now, when he was president, Peakless, now it's called Virginia. Remember Virginia? There was a series of three letters. And here's how it worked. I'll paraphrase them. First letter, they send it to Thomas Jefferson. He was the president. Say, we know we have our grievances. This is when he was president. He's like, oh, you know, hang in there, hang in there. And they sent another letter. Now the second letter, Tom starts to weaken. The third letter, this is a quote. He said to him, now, concerning your previous grievances, do what you must. Now, ultimately, Virginia chose not to blow it away, but not for another 50, 60 years. You know, so there you have it. Again, he didn't blow away the Constitution. In fact, he didn't Pennsylvania oath of office. Okay. What's this? I do solemnly swear that I will support, obey, and defend the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of this Commonwealth, and that I will discharge the duties of my office with fidelity. So the oath in Pennsylvania includes swearing to the U.S. Constitution. Obeying it and fidelity to it. Since when did that come in? I heard the old many a time. I never heard it put like that. I, he just, I just you know, read what's in the quotation where are you marks that under from section thirty-one fifty-one. Sorry, where's well, that? Ledge.state.pa.us, uh, subchapter D, tenure and compensation, section thirty-one fifty-one, oath of office. So it's from pa.us. That's uh, pretty darn official, right there. Well, I ain't, I never heard anybody sworn in like that. I heard enough of them. But that doesn't really okay. matter because, you know what, it doesn't make a damn bit of difference. Because the only thing I care about is our Constitution. You know what? Once I win the damn election, ain't nobody going to oppose me. No, you know really? the nice thing? It's all, it's like this one also, Mark. It's in our Constitution. The legislature cannot also try anybody for treason. That's very important. The legislature cannot try anyone for treason for the state level. I've never heard of it. It's in our Constitution. Check out Article I. Yep. And that's okay. important. Well, now, so so real quick, quick, though, are are mm-hmm. you going to refuse to uh, to say that part if you do get elected? What, to swear to the U.S. Constitution? I've never yep. had – hey, I've heard plenty of people sworn in, and I've never heard them have to – Hear that part. I never heard that done that way, so I don't know what Mark's Just clear reading. your throat over that part. <laughs> hey, 
Hey, uh, Ricky. <laughs> Ricky. Plato Verata. <laughs> Necktie. I swear to uphold the... <laughs> and the constitution of this commonwealth. Ricky, thanks for the call. Keep us updated. Let us know what happens uh, should you win the election and whether or not you have to... Uh, swear to the U.S. Constitution. Well, Tom would blow away the Constitution. Tom didn't even stay within its confines. So, yeah, me and Riley and Tom, after the show, we're going out for beers. Right. So, you know. <laughs> no, we're not. Every Thomas Jefferson, Richard Nixon, and Harry S. Truman. <laughs> Moving along, let's go to Jet calling. Jet, you're on Free Talk Live. Yes, the exposer of mass delusions has arrived. Okay, I heard you talking about the swearing an oath to the Constitution and taxation and all that stuff. I just had to put in my two cents. Um, yeah, if if I were swearing an oath, you would know it because the swearing would be nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, because the because the actual logic behind that the Constitution the Constitution is nothing but four pieces of paper. You can you can swear to defend it all you want. The content of it is never addressed. But anyway, getting back to the taxation okay. and ways to avoid being taxed. Yes. Um, as you know, I've not participated in that debris for 45 years, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And, Congratulations. And and the, the advice I give to people is don't give them your money in the first place. <laughs> I mean, to me, mm-hmm. it's kind of kind of well, rudimentary. Well, and I I I appreciate that sentiment, but I got to tell you, it is hard out here. Like, it is very very difficult to get a job where they are not automatically taking money from you every paycheck. Yep. Well, there's there's the trick, but you you probably know this trick, and that is, since government is nothing but a psyop, you have to consider that everything they do is intended to fool you. So when when a, an employer, even though they're ignorant of the law, an employer throws down a W-4 in front of you, for example, um, and says, we'd like to steal this money from you. Is that okay? You go, well, it's not okay, but, but you can't have a job unless you say it's okay. So there's a little trick that they've devised, the um, infertile... IR asses, and that is the the trick of exempt. And they they say if you haven't owed tax last year and you don't expect to owe tax this year, then write exempt. It used to be in line seven. Now it's like on the back in some strange place. They've hidden that. Yeah. That little oh, it's not on the back. It's not from- on there at all. They have removed that. They have removed the text where it tells you to write exempt if you are exempt. However. They do leave, and it is the one and only place, a little conspicuous space, where that used to exist. So you Hmm. can physically write the word exempt if you know that that's what used to be there. Yeah. Well, I still say that that if if you've read into the law, if you've... I mean, because think about this. I mean, it's it's so silly to think that somebody, some group of strangers, can write something down and somehow you're obligated to do it. Um, you know, it's it's one thing to to write something down to say, you know, you you shouldn't hit, steal, you know, um, and lie and stuff like that. That's that's one thing. But to write something down to say, we magically, automatically, 
make you or give you an obligation to give us money. And I'm going, excuse me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Any other case, you would just you would just laugh about that. But but the other thing is, I've I've done both um, W nine and W four type of work. On the W four, I always do the exempt thing, um, and I also write them a letter say I do not wish to participate in any socialist services such as um, Social Security, Medicare, all this other kind of thing, or at least have that money extracted from me. And I expect that if I work X number of hours at Y wages, I expect to get Z total in my check. And that has, I don't know, they've, they've done it for me. Maybe it's just the people I've worked with. Well, so they even uh, avoided withholding Social Security from you. Yeah, oh yeah. Hmm. Nice. Um, as I understand, yeah, I, if you are Amish, that that is part of the negotiations. Okay. Well, I like to, uh, not to brag, but uh, but during that process of not ever contributing to this evil organization, mm-hmm. I um, in that in that particular part of it, of course, I've I've contributed in other smaller ways, you know, with driver's licenses and. Oh, yeah. tags and that kind of crap, but um, but I've I've been able to uh, well, there's one case the the most expensive house I bought was valued a little over a million dollars, and I was never forced to show tax returns or um, I even had a I even had a lien on my name for about twenty thousand dollars, and they said, well, we have to pay for, this for back taxes. To be able to. No, well, yeah, I guess so. Something, some type of audit. Speaking of audits, <laughs> I had that done to me one time. Yeah, uh, way back when, when I didn't know any better. Um, but uh, I said to them, for example, on the lien, I said, if if you withdraw this lien from my loan, then I will sue you, and then they backed off. Okay. Um, the other part. As far as not having to show taxes or anything, I did show them um, bank statements with income, and that was somehow acceptable. Because I said, I said, you or no one else has a right to know where I got this money or how I spent it. But the fact is that you can see that it exists. So, anyway. Yeah, when I when I bought property, my real estate agent, I was complaining about the invasiveness of the mortgage company into my financial, uh, you know, person. And uh, her response is, "Well, they do like to get up all up in your britches." And I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, okay." Well. And now, now simply uh, creating a bank account, they want to ask you all kinds of crazy personal questions. Yep, and of course, you know how I like to respond. I like to say, "Well, that's that's kind of personal," you know. Mm. <laughs> I avoid I avoid their questions, all this kind of thing, and uh, and they don't they don't really pursue it. They say, "Well, we like to get to know our customers. We have this requirement." And I go, oh, that, "Well, yeah. that's fine. I would like I would like a bank account, and I guess it's up to you whether you know you can use my money or not." Because, you know, when I'm out drinking or whatever and I meet somebody at the bar and, you know, we talk about music or whatever, we decide, like, hey, we might be friends or whatever. First thing I go is, can I see your bank account information? (laughs) 
Yeah, no, no, social security number for sure. Yeah. I mean, golly, you don't want to progress in any relationship without having that being able to do a full background yeah, check. Yeah. Hey, check. Uh, can I ask a question about that uh, uh, mortgage that you had? Did you get that in like yeah. 2001 to 2006, somewhere in that time frame? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. It was... Uh, yeah, it was. I think it was exactly 2006. Okay, so right before the uh, 2008, uh, you know, bank well, actually, when they actually, were... I, I refinanced in 2006, but I had gotten the thing in 2002. Oh, okay. Yeah, they had what they called no doc loans back then. They cost a little, little, little bit more, not much, and you didn't okay. have to really show any documentation. Now they don't have those. Oh yeah, now they want to. They want to get your shoe size, you know, when the last time you cleaned your nails, you know, oh. just whatever they want to do to get that done. But, yeah, I just – I suggest that that those people – well, a lot of people think that they're going to go after you and put you in jail. My perspective, my experience is that unless you have something they can take from you besides your, you know, your freedom um, or you are some type of personality – or someone that's out there uh, standing on a rooftop, you know, telling people not to, mm-hmm. that they kind of leave those, leave everybody else alone because they're not willing to spend more money that, than it takes to retrieve the money. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, is, we're, we're in the tax terrorism season, and I'm wondering, has there been a celebrity or someone that they've drug out and hung on the cross yet? Not that I've heard. Yeah, not that I'm aware of. Yeah, they haven't uh, put that particular head on the spike yet. But they do tend to do that that. once a year. Yeah. Hey, uh, Jet, i got to let you go, man. we got more callers to get to, but I appreciate the call, man. Uh, Let's move on to, we've got uh, Tim in Florida has been waiting. Tim, you're on Free Talk Live. I think I'd rather be shot in the head than be shot in the stomach. And uh, I I definitely don't want anybody else to Democrat. What? <laughs> Sorry. How's that a Democrat? He was he was making a reference to my my comparing voting to that. Oh, okay. All right. I, I missed the joke. Sorry. My bad. Yeah. Well, I, I don't want anybody else deciding. Uh, you know, which which occurs. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I would definitely prefer that there not be you know a monopoly on the initiation of force to begin with. Right. But clearly, people are not ready for that because we're not ready to accept a form of property rights that isn't founded in defending your territory. Mm-hmm. And the fact yeah. is, they will always be able to defend more territory because they're better at violence. And since they're better able to defend that territory, we go, well... I guess they can take whatever they decide from me. In in regard to the uh, conversation you're having about, uh, you know, uh, voting, I would say that voting is conditionally moral, immoral, or neutral. Mm. And uh, specifically, you know, like with Trump, Trump and Biden, you already know what they're all about. Right. You've already seen them both in action. And if I know the person I'm voting for is already immoral, you know, because they've proven it, then then voting for them would be immoral. immoral Interesting. As well. uh, that's all. 
Yeah, that, that no, that's that's a fair that's a fair one. That like, uh, it is definitely proven if you give someone a second term, like they had a first term, they were a war criminal. Mm-hmm. Therefore, if you vote them in for a second term, that does kind of change the the moral ambiguity of the situation. Yeah, there's this whole. Uh, I, I remember. Uh, I don't remember who it was. Uh, Obama actually. Uh, one of my friends, I uh, was renting a, a jam space for my band from, and he was all about, well, I'm of the opinion. And I'd heard this like on the news, like, I don't know, 12 times before I had this conversation with this particular guy. He goes, uh, well, I just don't believe in changing presidents during wartime. Right. Because somehow that was put out there and put on the news. Like, well, a lot of people feel like changing presidents during wartime is not the way to go. And like, you know, there was some semblance of war. war going on, and so that was his reason. He's like, I don't really like the guy, but because I feel this way about changing presidents during wartime, I'm going to vote for this guy again. How convenient. You know, and I'm like, how does that make any sense, man? You know, I had this argument with him, and he he couldn't give me uh, a logical answer. So, Let me posit of what if. Okay, so uh, we'll use Trump who it was very ambiguous who he was bombing during his uh, particular administration. Uh, We didn't have a lot of statistics. Now, we find out later that just as many bombs were dropped during Trump's administration as they were during Obama's and, you know, after Biden's. No, way more. Not as many. Trump was running against Biden. So we didn't – we thought – you could think that Trump was relatively peaceful compared to previous presidents. And then you could also think that Biden would not be – terribly peaceful because when he was a vice president or obama you know he was it was more dangerous or whatever uh, more more deadly so in that circumstance who does one uh, peace advocate vote for now personally if you want my answer i voted in i think in that election if that's the right election I voted for Gary Johnson at least at some point. No, I guess I didn't. Yeah, so I didn't vote in that election, mm-hmm. um, but I voted for the Libertarian because, well, that's a safe bet for me. Yeah, and that's that's a really tough one for me is like, on the one hand, I kind of want to vote for Trump because, because I think he is less likely to get us into a war with China than Biden or whoever replaces him is to get us into a war with Russia. So right. as, a, as a move of self-defense, I kind of want to vote for Trump. However, and I have no problem with that. However, he is a proven war criminal and mass murderer. And I know for a fact he's going to do that again. So it is a really tough call for me on that. Instead of voting for the Libertarian Party, because I know that whoever they put forward is going to be infinitely less likely than either of them to get us into any of these wars. There is only one candidate viable for United States president. Period. And it is not Trump and it is not Biden. You have to write in this particular name for presidenting. It Daffy is Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to go with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. No, no, no. <laughs> they will Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho or Camacho, depending on, you know, if you're uh, watching. Oh, you uh, mean Black uh, Trump? He is the guy from Idiocracy, the movie, yep. who became the president. I mean, Trump is Terry. the closest to that. He has been on World Wrestling. People forget that part of his history, but he was in World Wrestling. That's, that's the only viable candidate as far as I'm concerned. I'd rather have terrible Terry Tate, personally. Mm. 
I mean, okay. He can wear whatever costume he wants. Macho Camacho. <laughs> Tim, thanks for the call. Uh, thank you, Peakless, for joining me tonight. Thank you, Mark Edge, for your appearance as well. Thank you to all of our callers and, of course, you, the listeners, without whom this wouldn't be possible. If you missed any portion of tonight's program, please find the archives over at freetalklive.com. Thanks and peace. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTea.com.